Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, November 1st. On this date in 1950, an American president escaped an assassination attempt. Two Puerto Rican nationalists tried to force their way into Blair House, where President Harry Truman was staying while the White House was undergoing a massive renovation. In a shootout, one of the attackers and one White House police officer were killed. Truman was not injured. And on this date in 1991, Clarence Thomas took his place as the newest justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. Now let's get your Tuesday forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good Tuesday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine. A little bit of patchy fog early today. Small chance of a shower as a cold front moves through. Temperatures start out in the 60s, climbing to the 70s, eventually go up in the low 80s this afternoon. Warm day ahead. Cold front does come through. I'll back the temperatures down just a little bit over the next couple of days. 77 on Wednesday, mostly sunny, along with Thursday at about 75. Warm back up close to 80 degrees as we head toward the weekend right now. Alex Dry, Saturday and Sunday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And let's check your morning headlines. A man initially charged with being an accomplice in a downtown Charleston murder is now the main suspect. Charleston police say they've arrested him in connection to a homicide that left a 20-year-old dead. Anna Harris gives us a breakdown of the charges and tells us what exactly happened. Charleston police initially arrested the subject for accessory after the fact to murder, which has now been upgraded to a full murder charge as police continued their investigation. 32-year-old Tyree Smith is currently behind bars as of the 28th and has not posted bond. The city says he is charged with one count of murder, possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime, and possession of a weapon by a convicted felon. The charges stem from an incident that happened just after midnight on October 24th. Charleston police responded to the Gadsden Green homes on Allway Street to a reported shooting. When officers arrived, they found a man in a nearby parking lot suffering from gunshot wounds. Charleston County EMS and Charleston Fire Department arrived to the scene shortly after. He was taken to the hospital and was pronounced dead a short time later. The coroner's office has not yet released the victim's name. According to the Charleston County Jail website, Smith was also arrested on several charges from North Charleston Police. Those include driving under suspension and drug charges involving the distribution of meth and heroin. Smith is being held at the Al Cannon Detention Center and is scheduled to have a bond hearing today at 2 p.m. If you know any information on this case, you are asked to call CPD. If you wish to remain anonymous, call Low Country Crime Stoppers. Both of those numbers are under this story on Live5News.com. In the newsroom, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. 
The South Carolina Highway Patrol is investigating a fatal crash out of Colleton County that left two people dead. Troopers say that crash happened around 6 last night on Ayers Corner Road near Lineage Lane, just south of Walterboro. The car was heading north when it lost control and hit a utility box and flipped. Officials say the driver and front passenger were pronounced dead, while a juvenile in the back seat was transported to a hospital. There's no word on any other vehicles involved, and we don't have the name just yet of the victim at this time or an update on the juvenile. A woman is looking for answers after she was hit by a truck while getting the mail at work. We do want to warn you, though, that the video you're about to see may be hard to watch. Here at the top of your screen there, you can see a white flatbed truck barreling towards Alicia France while she was outside her workplace on Industry Drive in North Charleston. France was knocked unconscious and had no idea what happened until the next day when she found out a nearby business caught the incident on camera. France is now out of work and dealing with multiple injuries, and she's hoping to find out who was driving the truck. The North Charleston Police Department says they're still investigating and do not yet know who did this. Well, the South Carolina Department of Health and Environmental Control is set to meet with the city of Charleston this week. Officials say they're looking to expand their food access map to the Low Country, and they're starting with the city of Charleston. Live Five's Lauren Quinlan joining us live now. And Lauren, you spoke with DHEC officials. What exactly is a food map? Good morning. Good morning. Aisha, DHEC officials say their food map is an online map that shows different food resources and communities that range from food banks all the way up to traditional grocery stores or farmers markets. Clemson University developed the online food access map, and it's a component of DHEC's Environmental Justice Strong project. Keisha Long with DHEC says EJ Strong is a community management disaster response project, and the food map was inspired by one of the latest disasters, the COVID-19 pandemic. Long says for some time during the pandemic, access to food was scarce and it highlighted disparities in communities where access to food was an everyday challenge. With this map, people will be able to pinpoint community gardens, food pantries, or even farmers markets that have collaborated with the initiative. My goal is to connect with the different resources in Charleston and potentially partner and, and have a partnership with another grant or some sort of initiative to expand. Long says she's looking to expand and partner with those organizations in Charleston and make sure they too are involved in the map and can continue to serve their community. She'll present this map and this idea on Wednesday to the City of Charleston's Health and Wellness Advisory Committee. The food access map is up and running, and Long tells me there are about 900 pinpoints on the map. You just have to type in your address to find what's nearest you. Reporting live in Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. Two illegal stop signs have been removed after they were put up overnight in a James Island neighborhood. The two signs were found on Clearview Drive and Tennant Street. Just over a week later, the town has since painted those stop bars black and filled in the holes that were dug to hold those stop signs in place. Charleston County deputies say the signs were apparently purchased online and put in overnight. Neighbors initially thought the stop signs were put in by the State Department of Transportation to help with speeders, and they say the fake signs hurt their ability to address the issue. 
Well, the EPA, together with other federal, state, and local partners, is set to host a press event in Orangeburg today. Now, a historic investment from President Biden's bipartisan infrastructure law is headed to all 50 states in an effort to transform America's school bus fleet. This event is to highlight South Carolina's receipt of upwards of $58 million for clean school buses. South Carolina is the state with the third highest total of awards this year. Lung Cancer Awareness Month begins today, and one local hospital is sharing an update on their project that's expanding screenings in ethnically diverse communities. Yeah, MUSC says they not only want to increase screening availability, but make sure their sample populations truly reflect the community. Our Molly McBride joins us from MUSC's campus now. So Molly, can you tell us about what the project aims to accomplish? Katie, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, 27% of our state is black, but MUSC says we don't have the genetic data or risk factors among that population. A newly awarded $3 million grant will help MUSC gather more information on the biological makeup of the black population. I, I spoke to Dr. Silvestri, a professor of thoracic oncology at MUSC, who tells me the black population develops lung cancer at a younger age with less of a smoking history, and they don't know why. Dr. Silvestri says the grant will target lung cancer disparities among the black population in two main ways. They will test a navigation approach to lung cancer screening to address potential barriers preventing people from getting screened. They will then look at the samples taken from those who were screened and analyze them for genetic risk markers. Dr. Silvestri says it's important to get and test this data in order to better understand and treat the black community. We know that everyone's biology and their genetic makeup is different. Um, we can't just enroll patients from one demographic and believe that what we're finding in those patients applies to another population. In addition to this research project, in recognition of Lung Cancer Screening Day coming up on November 12th, MUSC says they're opening their lung screening clinics to increase accessibility. However, a shared decision-making appointment must be made beforehand. For that phone number to schedule, visit live5news.com and click on this web story. Reporting live in downtown Charleston, I'm Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Celebrating birthdays today, country singer Bill Anderson is 85. Actor Robert Foxworth is 81. The Red Hot Chili Peppers' Anthony Kiedis is 60. Actress Jenny McCarthy is 50. CSI's Dave Berman is 49. And actress Natalia Tena of the Harry Potter films is 38. Thanks for joining us for Morning, y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.